Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We are planning on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So today's name and shame is going to be a local one right now. And then I'll do the national one. I'll release that a little bit later. But um, this is going to be the local one from my home state of uh, Legal Grass at Chasets. So I'm going to read one article about, um, about these new... OUI laws that Governor Baker is is pushing. Governor Baker and some members of the House of of the uh, State House of Reps in Massachusetts, and uh, it's so much wrong with this with this with what's being pushed. So let me let me read it. And let me I'll read it and then I'll give my commentary and thoughts on it. So okay, so the article is from a website called Midnight Mass, and um, it's and the article is impaired lawmaking, and the writer of the article is um, Mike Crawford, who um, I, I I like his uh, I like his podcast. He does a um, he does a podcast called The Young Jerks, and um, it's a marijuana it's a local marijuana related podcast that I, I find pretty enjoyable and I try to listen to whenever I can. Um, he wrote a pretty good article, a pretty insightful one about this issue. So let me, without further ado, let's, let's read the article. So, okay, so Massachusetts Governor Baker and House Speaker Robert DeLeo are making a case for the Commonwealth to punish impaired cannabis drivers, and they're, in, and they're seemingly doing so at the bequest of, law in, of, of the law enforcement lobby. Of course, of course, Blue Lives Matter people are behind this prohibitionist BS, but I digress. Let me finish. As the prohibitionist Boston Herald gushed, Baker and DeLeo say passing new laws to target stone drivers and get them off the road are a priority on Beacon Hill. But there are two big problems that the state house honchos should face. Science and the courts. The state's very own special commission on operating under the influence and impaired excuse me, impaired driving, which is stacked with law enforcement and private interest cannabis haters, 
was supposed to give recommendations calling for mandatory blood and saliva tests of suspected pot-using drivers under the penalty of license suspension. That's what leadership and cops were hoping for, but the commission reversed course the very next day. As the Boston Herald reported, the commission decided that pressuring drivers to answer police questions as part of the drug recognition evaluation would violate drivers' constitutional rights to not incriminate themselves. The panel said police could examine a driver for physical signs of drug use, such as red in eyes, but not interview suspects without first advising them of their so-called Miranda rights. In the midst, in the midst of media blitz about stone driving, one one might think that at least some out, outlets would note another story from a couple weeks ago. Quote, Massachusetts banned from alcohol breathalyzer tests pending reforms at state police agency, end quote. In, in that case, a district court, just found, court judge found that the state's Office of Alcohol Testing intentionally withheld important evidence from defense lawyers. Yet Baker and DeLeo continue their campaign against legal cannabis, all while pushing for legalized sports betting and not getting called out on their apparent hypocrisy. It's fading that the report generated by the Special OU, OUI Commission packed in 1,500 references to cannabis and marijuana, but only 877 to alcohol. You might think that state le leaders would think twice before pushing new cannabis driving laws that are likely to be challenged in court, especially if those laws have been backed by law enforcement with an established pattern of it withholding information from courts, which can lead to cases being tossed. You would think, you would think it, but then there's a there's the appointment of people like John Sheff to the state's OUI commission, a private practice attorney who owns a business with a mission of providing police officers, supervisors, and commanders with clear and comprehensive legal guidance, end quote, and who's, who sells manuals to law enforcement. He unsurprisingly supports adding more state funding for drug recognition experts, DRE, Needless to say, no one in lo local media who quotes Chef brings up the potential conflict of interest. Since Chef likes to cite national data to, to support DREs and testing, I checked with the national expert who has written extensively on the subject matter. According to Dr. Greg Kane, a court-confirmed expert in scientific interpretation of scientific standardized field sobriety tests and the scientific drug influence evaluation, le quote, leaders should understand that the National Academy of Science and Academic Science recognize that the American courts accept forensic science evidence that is in fact deeply unscientific and traffic police Sobriety test fits that pattern, end quote. Kane adds, traffic, poli traffic police drug influence tests are medical tests made up by traffic policemen, originally adopted by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration without scientific testing to see whether they would actually work. HD NHTSA teaches officers that the testing that they do was validated by two studies done by number one, a science a science for money contractor, and number two, an agency employee. 
NHTSA publish these studies in-house without allowing them to be reviewed by independent scientists checking for gross scientific errors and exaggerations. These studies have never been accepted and published by any scientific journal. Quote, my own peer-reviewed journal published research showing that these studies do not validate the drug influence tests now done by U.S. law enforcement, end quote. Matt Allen is a field director with the ACLU of Massachusetts, a representative on the OUI Commission, and chair of the Public Safety Community Mitigation Subcommittee of, community, of the Community Advisory Board for Cannabis Control Commission. He's the only rep on the driving commission that actually supported legalization and was the single vote against the majority recommendation. Currently, there is no test for cannabis that can detect recent use with the reliability and accuracy that the breathalyzer does for alcohol, Allen says. Any test, quote, any test determine any test to determine whether a motorist is o, is OUI must be based in science. Motorists shouldn't be faced with losing their license for refusal to submit to a test that is not scientifically proven to measure impairment. It is not that Allen doesn't worry about impaired drivers. Quote, it's important, he says, excuse me, to note that even if impairment cannot be proved in court, police have the ability to intervene immediately by taking the keys away from anyone they think is a danger to have on the road, end quote. Dr. Kane cautions, quote, the general public should understand that the NHTSA's own official research proved that traffic police Traffic police SFSTs are highly inaccurate at correctly identifying drivers who are sober. Sober people fail the SFST at high rates. People who are innocent take the test, and the test gives the wrong answer. It says that they are guilty when they are not. If you are driving home sober and an officer stops you and asks you to do a SFST, scientifically your best answer is, Officer, I'd rather you just toss a coin. Heads guilty, tails innocent. End quote. NHTSA's own official science reported that on sober people, a coin toss made fewer mistakes than the traffic police SFST. Allen agrees. This, th this threatens the civil liberties of drivers who test positive, even when non-impaired, and it, uh, it undermines law enforcement agents who are using a tool that has never been proven to be accurate, end quote. Which, which is exactly what Dr. Kane worries about. Drivers should understand that the NHTSA training manual teaches police to meet with the prosecutor before the trial to work out a strategy to conceal from the jury the fact that even fit, active, sober police may fail the SFST. Officers are taught to work with the prosecutor to conceal this from the jury because the manual says if the jury founds out, f finds out they are not likely to believe the results of the driver's test, end quote. Many roadside drug evaluations may not be admissible in mass courts for a very for a very small number of cases, according to longtime cannabis advocate and attorney Stephen Epstein. Quote, where there is evidence of recent marijuana use, the consumer may only be prosecuted for operating negligently so, so as to endanger 
and then only when there is evidence of negligent, unsafe, erratic operation in combination with recent ingestion of marijuana. Testimony regarding the physical characteristics of marijuana use must be accompanied by a jury instruction that such testimony is limited to establishing recent consumption and by itself does not constitute negligent operation, end quote. Quote, Drivers should understand that they need to listen carefully to claims about drug recognition evaluation accuracy, end quote, Dr. Kane says. DREs have not been shown to accurately predict impairment or any change in driving ability, end quote. As for Chef, he denies the conflict of interest and says no one on the, uh, on the OUI board has an agenda. No. Quote, no, there is nothing in it for me, he told me. Chef noted that he had concerns about civil liberties and that he rejected more draconian standards. He also said he respects Matt Allen's contribution to the board, along with the ACLU's recommendations that were indeed included in the final report to the governor. Chef, in, Chef continued, quote, the DREs would be trained by others who are experts in that field. I teach police officers the law, end quote. Governor Baker's press office did not respond to a request for comment. That speaks volumes. End of, end, end of uh, article. So, yeah, I mean, a lot to unpack there. So a little bit of inside baseball here. So in 2016, when, when the voters of Massachusetts voted 54% to make cannabis legal um there was a lot of opposition in the state you know th um so we had our, our our governor a republican governor who who, who our, our republican governor our democrat attorney general and the mayor of, of boston the biggest city in the, in the state they all took out they all took out an ad in the boston globe during the summer of 2016 telling us to not legalize but we went against their wishes and legalized it anyway, you know. And so far in these past two or three years, these lawmakers have shown nothing but contempt for marijuana and and imp and faithfully implementing the will of the people. Um, so when we voted in 2016 to legalize it, the the initial ballot measure said that by January 2018, that the medical dispensaries. If there weren't enough rec if there weren't enough recreational dispensaries to be licensed to sell, and that by January first, twenty eighteen, that retail sales were, were were supposed to start, but oh no, that's not what en ended up happening. So in like a lame duck session, like they were, like they were attempting to do in Michigan, but they had failed to do. Um, in Massachusetts, in the lame duck session, a bunch of Democrats. So Democrats control the the House and the Senate by large majorities it's by super majority pretty much and um so they so a bunch of skittish democrats met in a lame duck session in december 2016 they went they re they they, they delayed they delayed retail sales by six months they delayed retail sales by six months and you know and 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 you know sabotage the will of the people and later, later in 2017, 
what happened is that they rewrote the ballot question. So they took out a lot of good provisions in the ballot question. You know, I think the ballot had a, a much lower rate for taxes. I think like, I don't remember the exact number. Um, I think it was like 15% or something like that. I don't, don't know off head, but, um, but the lawmakers, like when they were rewriting, they were, they were rewriting and meddling with the law. They, they, they made it so, so they made it so a there was a delay of, of retail sales by six months to July 20, 2018, which they didn't meet. It, it took until November of twenty eighteen, two days before Thanksgiving, before a measly two r retail adult use stores were open. So, so they took out the clause that that allowed for medical dispensaries to open. Um, in January twenty eighteen, they delayed it, and then. They made it so the they they also they also watered down the um, social consumption law as well too, so so in the ballot question there was there was a provision for deliveries and social consumption and 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 whatnot, but you know as the cannabis control board was who was in charge of implementing the rec the adult use law were trying to to make the lounges and make the cafes and make the yo cannabis yoga studios happen. So the same governor Baker and, and attorney general Maura Healy, they, they, they begged the cannabis control commission to delay, to delay deliveries and to delay, uh, pot lounges. So they, so they, so they use their contempt to, 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 to delay and to, to water down the will of the people. And and because the governor, like I mean, you can look up the you can look up on Normal's website. He has a D plus. You know, he's been very, he's been very contemptuous of marijuana. The his entire his entire um, four or five years he's been governor. You know, he's been very very, you know, reefer madness and begrudgingly overseeing the will of the people and trying to sabotage it and do slick stuff to sort of to sort of delay and 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 meddle with the law so this is just another another war and another offensive by the governor to to impose reefer madness you know um an another note about governor baker he in any other in any in any other state in in, in the country he'd be considered a very conservative democrat so don't re don't look don't really pay attention to the r next to his name but at the same time, he will do conservative stuff to still prove he's a conservative, you know. So this is just one. This is just one one other thing he's doing by pushing for these OUI laws that are not really based in science and that are, are based in in helping the cops, you know, get a cash grab for their department, get more overtime so they can write tickets for OUIs and when you know the tests that we have now for measuring impairment for measuring weed impairment they don't measure impairment at the moment they just measure whether or not someone used the past 30 to 60 days so you can be stone cold sober you know according to these laws that they are pushing and you could still have your you could have a cop up to I mean because I mean cops can't really be trusted because they've they've proven that they're that they're racist that they're you know that they're tyrants and that you know that they, that they're willing that they're authoritarian and willing to use their influence to to marginalize people and to be heavy-handed in, in marginalizing people so this is just another prong in, in that 
you know and another another thing to sort of note um you know with the i mean with this i mean you're you, he's basically sort of caving to the police officers here he's basically writing a blue lives matter law to give police officers what they want you know they're losing these cops are losing a lot of revenue and having this completely legal you know they can't bust poor minority people and they can't bust unassuming people with weed in their car because it's it's legal so they have to make their money some other way and and this is this is not an attack on, on Massachusetts in general, but in all in in all the states that have legalized, you know, in all ten of these states and D.C., like I've mentioned in previous episodes, public smoking isn't allowed and is punishable by fines and and, and tickets. And who's that going to fall on? Again, who's that going to fall on? It's going to fall on 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 poor lower lower income people who rent and have landlords that don't allow them to smoke. So guess. So if, if they don't have a place where they can consume their state legal cannabis, where are they going to do it? They're going to do it in public. And because the cops still need money and still still need to still need to meet their quotas, they're going to be writing poor, poor people that don't own property and poor people that don't have places to smoke. That thanks to this governor and thanks to this AG delaying um, social consumption lounges, you know, which. We're not really slated to get those lounges for another year or two, you know. Um, one of the one of the members of the commission said that we're years away from getting it, you know. I'm just paraphrasing what she said, and um, how how it works now, you know. Um, the 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 lounges were 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 just were caked into the law, were baked caked into the ballot measure, but the but. The board, the Cannabis Control Board, Baker, and, you know, the entire apparatus got delayed and made it so so cities now have to vote on these lounges uh, as to whether or not they're going to have these lounges instead of just automatically being able to open, you know, you know, given that they get their licenses and, you know, fill out paperwork and whatnot, you know. Now, now it's a whole convoluted process. It's going to take years you know, because of reefer madness and because of contemptuous lawmakers and contemptuous AGs and you know and and house speakers that wanna that wanna criminalize weed use again because right now as it stands with with cannabis and with 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 testing for impairment you can only you only have tools right now to test whether or not someone has used in thirty days you know. The problem with these blood tests and the problem with forcing people to take these tests and incriminate themselves is that they they could very well be sober and they might have they might have gone high seven hours ago, but because it's in their blood, and you know if they don't consent if they don't if they don't accept the test or whatever, then they get their license taken away. So people are are being forced to incriminate themselves, and this isn't going to stand up in court. It won't. You know this is blatantly unconstitutional, and I hope this. I hope Governor Baker's Blue Lives Matters OUI law gets struck down. I hope I hope no lawmakers vote for it. I hope it never reaches his desk and I hope he never gets what he wants in this matter at all. You know, Baker you know, Baker may be he may he may be good at seeming bipartisan and good at working with others. With, with Democrats and stuff, but he's still, like I said earlier, he's still going to flex and prove he's still a Republican. And this is one matter in which he's doing that and imposing his reefer madness. 
So, um, I, I mean, I guess that sort of wraps up what I have to say about this. Um, you know, being the lookout in, in your states that have legalized and in, in upcoming medical and recreational states, you know, if you're in Michigan, be on the lookout for for your lawmakers trying to push these laws and, and, and speak up to your lawmakers and call shenanigans when, when you see it. And, and I guess that sort of wraps that up. And, um, as always, stay medicated, my friends.